podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the latest video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout as we use the international break to take stock of the season so far and look ahead to Fantasy Premier League game week 13. Uh, we'll do this via the goals and assists imminent tables which use the Fantasy Football Scout members area stats to try and predict future returns um, and today we'll see how last week's tables did we'll also focus on attacking defenders uh, with some familiar and expensive names coming back into our thinking um, our early thoughts for game week 13 will also be revealed on the back of a strong game week 12 for both of us um, in addition we'll take any questions you have at the end of the stream so have a think about those and post your questions in the live chat at the end my name is joe and joining me to unearth some of those under the radar gems and remember who the top strikers are and the top attacking defenders are this season is Tom Freeman, Fancy Football Scouts Deputy Editor. Tom, welcome. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. Um, game week 12 was much better, wasn't it? Lots yeah. more points around, um, which we'd hoped for the week before mm. when we discussed our, our teams and, and, and it came to fruition. And we've now got a bit of a breather, obviously, the international break. Um, but yeah, we're already starting to look ahead towards game week 13. I've got a couple of free transfers. I think you've got a bit of a dilemma with yeah. um, with your team as well, Joe. Mm. So it'll be, yeah, it'll be good to talk it all through. Yeah, definitely. Um, just before we move on, just to uh, welcome all those joining us early in the live chat. Dennis, Eunice, uh, Rixia, Heather, Chris, Rodrev, uh, Joshua, Brad and many more. Thanks so much for joining us. Do remember to press that like button. It does help us out. And do remember to subscribe if you're not already. Uh, and if you're listening back or watching back, um, do press the like button. And also do remember to subscribe um, so you can keep up to date with all our latest videos and podcasts um i mentioned just now about um remembering who the top strikers are that was a focus of last week um but i've got a little a, a little table to show how we did there so we after game so the situation was game week 11 was absolutely pants <laughs> and <laughs> and lots of people were going on tilt and were uh, making rash moves i'm gonna get rid of everyone and and we were sort of trying to calm it down a bit and ahead of game week 12 we were saying there's some good fixtures coming up and just remember who the top strikers are. Just remember who's going to score goals. And if you've already got these players, don't get them out. Don't move them out. And these are the players to consider. Just sort of taking it back to basics, really. Um, and this is how we did. So we did pretty well, I think. Um, there was uh, three were injured, so didn't play. So we couldn't do anything about that. Isaac Wilson and Nketiah, we, we knew that uh, Isaac uh, wouldn't be back. But uh, Wilson and Nketiah were sort of new injuries Um there but uh, pretty much returns from most of them really Haaland we remember him we we're reminding people that he was good he scored two goals 16 point haul Jackson um, is actually doing well in terms of expected goals and he's got four goals in the last two matches um, so not bad um, against Spurs and City so he scored against City Watkins remember him uh, don't move him although I'm considering it maybe at some point uh, he scored as well Nunes Darwin Nunes could have scored, obviously, about a million goals <laughs> and got an assist. He's out injured. Wissa and um, Neil Mopay were my, our only blanks, really, because Solanke came in with two goals. Mm. And we even got a return from Alvarez. Uh, remember him? So we just say, if you got him, keep him. You know, good fixture. Um, and he came in with an assist. So looking at this list, really, Darwin, does that back up the the principle of, of don't overcomplicate things and just get strikers who score goals 
Yeah, this um, this it's why you look at season long data, isn't it? Rather than just focusing sometimes on smaller samples, which can be a bit risky. You know, they're at the top for a reason, and I think Darwin was a bit unlucky not to get a goal and 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 kind of um, add to the top three there with with, with a strike because he had a couple disallowed um, yeah. at the weekend, didn't he? Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean they're they're all good options. Isak. Um, be good to get an injury update on him. He was he was rumoured to be back after the international break, yeah. but I haven't heard anything since. I think Wilson's going to be out for a number of weeks now, so he could become an option mm. um, too. And and really good to see Solanke deliver as well yeah. because um, he's not a cool name, is he? Solanke to no. own. He you know nobody was really looking at him last week, and I understand that because they were playing. Um, a Newcastle side who are generally very good defensively, but they they look much better on Saturday evening, Bournemouth. Mm. Um, big result for the manager who had been under real pressure. And maybe now Solanke might start to appear on a few more people's radars mm. with, the, with the kit fixtures coming up. Um, well, indeed, it could do in game week 13 because Bournemouth mm. plays Sheffield United in yeah. a week where Liverpool Man City play. And we have the return of the captaincy video uh, this week, uh, we're going to be recording that shortly after this. So that will go out uh, during the week um, to look at because because captaincy is up in the air. And Solanke oh, yeah, on the back tough. of two goals against Sheffield United could emerge as one of the leading captaincy candidates um, this yeah, week. Yeah, it's completely wide open for captaincy. I, I agree. We haven't had a week like this for a long time, I don't think. And um, suddenly now we're kind of looking round at these mid-price options mm. who we've never con- really yeah. considered before this season, players like Solanke and mm. Bowen and things yeah. like that. So it should be good to, to have a look at those numbers and yeah. and see where we're, th- you know, there's still a week to go, but mm. good to get some early thoughts on it. Uh, definitely. Um, okay, so uh, we did well there with our with our strikers um recommended i mean hard not to really we just simply recommended the best players in the game kept it nice and simple Uh, (laughs) they all delivered because they all had good fixtures uh well in the main Mm. had good fixtures so you know it's a it's a sound bit of advice (laughs) get good players in with good fixtures (laughs) but um we went for we went for that daring strategy last week and it paid off let's have a look at our goals imminent uh table from last week see how we did well we did okay we did okay for this as well um, so this is based the goals imminent table, um, which we'll show next week's one for for game week thirteen. We'll do that for next week, um, just in case any inter- international break injuries. Uh, we'll keep that nice and up to date for next week. But we'll look back at the the, the goals imminent tables for last week to see how we did and see whether any of these players are worth keeping. Um, so uh, we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven returns out of our lot here. And this is based on the last four game weeks. They have to have had at least nine shots over those four game weeks. Uh, but if they've scored more than one goal, they're off the table in a good way. If they uh, fail to get the necessary XG stats for this table, um, they drop off in a bad way. But so first up is Nunes. Um, he's got an assist. Uh, last week could have scored more. Um, Liverpool unfortunately faced Man City um, next, but then they do face Tottenham. We're still with their defensive injury crisis. Game week fourteen. Then they got Villa, Luton, Crystal Palace. Uh, sorry, I'll rephrase. That. I was looking at Man City's fixtures there. With Liverpool, they've got yeah. Man City next. Then sorry, uh, from game Fulham. week fourteen. Uh, apologies. They've got Fulham at home. Great fixture. Sheffield United, Crystal Palace, who've just shipped. Uh, a number of goals against Everton and then Manchester United. These are great fixtures for a Liverpool attacker. Um, but I guess <clears throat> he might 
Nunez might actually be arrested game week 13, but you probably want to, wouldn't want to play him against City anyway. Um, yeah, what's I mean, Nunez, he looks like a quite a long, long-term long hold, really, looking at those fixtures going forward. Yeah, he's made a real impact this year, hasn't he? I think he's a, a don't buy, don't sell this week. I think if you own him, you obviously want to keep him. There's, <laughs> there's risk in game week 13, given mm. that that Uruguay, I think they're playing Argentina and then Bolivia in the the match next uh, next week, which is the concerning one yeah. because we've seen it in game weeks five and nine when he's got back late from international mm-hmm. duty. He's been benched on both occasions. So it's not a given that that'll happen given the magnitude of this game. He could well start, but I think if you're, if you're eyeing him up, it's certainly probably, probably safer to wait until game week 14 when they play Fulham. They've got mm. Sheffield United after that. So I think they're really good fixtures for Liverpool. I think he's one of the top strikers to yeah. own. Um, it's just the timing of it um, and, and when you do it. But mm. yeah, great option. Yeah, I mean, in terms of... Uh, I mean, I like to play a price points game, which may mean, as we'll discuss a bit later, I might have to miss out on at least one of those good midfielders. There's so many who are all very similarly priced. Um, So I might have to miss out on one. But one move I am eyeing up is is removing Watkins at some point. Um, Because, uh, yes, he's got Tottenham uh, away in game week 13, which is okay, but considering Tottenham's uh, defence. But Watkins, um, I mean, just looking at at, at Watkins, then has Bournemouth away, uh, game week 14, nice. But then Man City, Arsenal... Um, and Brentford. Now, why am I mentioning Watkins when we're talking about Darwin Nunes is because, as we've mentioned about Darwin Nunes, Liverpool faced Fulham, Sheffield United, Crystal Palace, what, you know, at, during that sort of period when Watkins' uh, fixtures sort of stiffen up a bit, especially with that City and Arsenal games. Um, the, the plus with holding on to Watkins and not switching to Darwin Nunes, though, is game week 18. Um, yeah. So Liverpool do have Arsenal in game week 18. So it's not a great fixture. Whereas Aston Villa have Sheffield United at home, which is pretty much as good as it gets. So you probably want to get Watkins there. So I think if you looking at transfers and looking at Watkins, who is next on the list with his goal, we've mentioned him already. A move from Watkins to Darwin Nunes, sort of game week 15-ish, and then perhaps back to Watkins, game week 18 could be good. Or just just take your medicine, which take your pick, whichever one, and then just go yeah. with them. But I do think that yeah. could be a sound policy. You might get really good returns from that one slot in your team. Yeah, if you've got the transfers to do that, you haven't got other priorities. The, mm. the more I think about it with my own team, the more I think he is a long-term hold for me, Watkins. Yeah. And, it, and it's simply because... The two matches against City and Arsenal are, are really tough, but they're, they're at least at home and mm. they're at least at Villa Park where we've yeah. won, I think, 13 Premier League games in a row. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to beat City or Arsenal, but I think certainly think we can score against them. And then it's that Sheffield United match. And then two weeks after that, it's Burnley at home as well. Mm. So you're getting two really good home fixtures. So, yeah, I think if you if your team is very well set up, I don't mind that little switch to Darwin to capitalise on that yeah. good run for Liverpool and then back. Mm. But I think I might, in my own team, I think I might have other other areas to work on. And I think Watkins, the consistency he's showing, he's mm-hmm. just feels like a, a long-term hold. Missed a sitter at the weekend, but but scored as yeah. well. He's going to get chances. He's the main man there. And um, yeah. yeah, I think he'll just have a very, very yeah. good season. Yeah, chances are I won't make that move, but I could. <laughs> it would be yeah, the optimal it's, it's move, options. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the other thing about Watkins, yeah, I mean, a bad week for Watkins, for owners, is he just comes away with an assist 
in a good performance yeah. from Villa and you think, oh, okay. But, you know, five points, six points each week, it all adds yeah, up. Yeah, which is how he started the season, wasn't it? And a lot of people sold him, but he was returning. He was getting those five points, five points, and he was continually doing that. People removed him, I think, before Brighton, and then he went big. But mm. looking back on it, that can... You know, assists aren't anything to be frowned on. If you no. if you if your players are delivering each week in some form, and they had a big haul every now and again, you know, he's um, yeah, he's one of the one of the very best to own Watkins. So yeah, I Definitely. think he's probably a hold for me. Okay, uh, Zaniola um, is 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 in between Darwin and Watkins, mm. uh, but we're going to score sketch over him really because uh, he's just a, just a rotation risk at the moment with Bailey. Yeah. There, he's just not going to play. Uh, Jota as well is a bit of a rotation risk. He did score. Um, but Diaz is back now. His dad, his dad was uh, released from uh, from captivity, so um, he's uh, uh, Diaz should be the regular starter on the left. Obviously, you will see a bit of rotation, but you know it really will be pretty much Dar- Darwin up front, Diaz and Salah supporting him, um, and Gakpo is also there as well. But Jota, it's just too much of an injury, uh, sort too much of a rotation risk, isn't he, Jota? Which uh, um, it was that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Gakpo just did play in midfield at the weekend. Mm. Um, so they played four attackers, but Darwin and Salah are the ones there. Too much risk with Jota and Diaz, I think. Yeah. Um, Solanke, we mentioned, just to remind people, he's got Sheffield United next, which could be a good captaincy shout. He then has Aston Villa at home, Crystal Palace away. These are good fixtures. Manchester United away, also a good fixture at the moment. Luton at home, even better. Nottingham Forest away, Fulham at home, and then Tottenham uh, away in game week 20. So the next flurry of pitch, Solanke's prime for investment. I think um, if you if you want to have three strikers up front or, you know, you want, um, a, you're, you're in the mood to sort of upgrade perhaps Ferguson or Pedro, one of those cheaper strikers. Um, Solanke, I think, would be one of my top picks at the moment, really, just with those fixtures and, Form. He scored six goals this season, very quietly being good. Yeah, he's scored the same amount as Watkins, hasn't he? Yeah. He's got six as well, which is yeah. it's kind of crazy when you think about it. But yeah, um, yeah I, I mean, we said last week that he would be, I think we mentioned him and Ferguson. Now, Ferguson got the back injury, which we didn't know about. But I think they were the two in that price point, which mm-hmm. were the most appealing. Yeah. And Solanke gets more appealing now that Newcastle game, mm. which he did well in, but that was that was putting us off him a bit. But now, now that's out the way. The fixtures are really, really good. Bournemouth, they made some changes at the weekend. They played Clivert, they played Semenu, and I thought they looked good. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was a this was a patched up Newcastle side, wasn't it? But even so, I think there was kind of promising promising elements of Bournemouth's play. Um, and it's a great run, you know. Yeah. It's it's arguably better in a few weeks when they play Luton, Forest, and Fulham. But still, yeah. that Sheffield Sheffield United is a good fixture um, for them. So yeah, I like him a lot. Um, Bournemouth coming into a bit of form as well, um, which no surprise the fixtures are turning, um, and also with the uh, the way Bournemouth are playing as well. Yes, they might concede, um, but they mm. are attacking. They're scoring goals. Um, but yeah, with these fixtures here, I think they could get a few wins here. I think this could be good. And Bournemouth yeah. do look, they do look better um, yes. at, at, than they did earlier this season. So some of those stats that, you know, indeed we'll put up on various videos as well, could be a little bit out of date. We might be having to start to look at sort of last four weeks or so with Bournemouth to get a more accurate picture of them. Yeah, they had a very tough run at the beginning of the mm. season, didn't they? Yeah. So they're coming out of that now. And um, yeah, I was quite impressed by them yeah. on Saturday evening. Okay. Um, next up, we've got Alexander-Arnold. Didn't deliver um, with a goal here. And we're going to mention him in a bit more detail in a bit. 
so we'll sort of sketch over him. But we're looking at attacking defenders. Um, uh, I personally am in the in the market for a defender. Possibly I can't afford Alexander Arnold. In fact, definitely I can't. <laughs> but it's worth a mention. Um, uh, Kuna at um, uh, at Wolves all season. We've been trumping the Wolves players, <laughs> even with mm. Neto, the creative force gone. They've still got the players. They can still win games, and incredibly. Yeah. Um, see, I was away at, at, at the weekend, so I saw, I briefly heard that uh, Porro had got me an assist in my team and Spurs were up 1-0 and it was like that until about 80-something minute. I thought, oh, that's fine. That's good. I could, I'm getting a Porro haul here. And um, next thing I know, looking back at the score, they lost. Uh, so obviously Wolves have still got it and Tottenham are still um, Spursy. Um, so Kuna. Um yeah. They, they're finding a way, even without Neto, aren't they, Wolves? Yeah, they've been posting quite good attacking numbers all year. They've been taking a lot of shots under Gary O'Neill, which we've been, which is why they keep appearing on these tables for us. We've had Lamina on there at various points, and um, and Huang as well, mm. who's now obviously scoring so many goals, he's he's dropped off. But um, yeah, Cunha, I mean, I'm not completely convinced by his finishing ability. Mm. I think I'd prefer I'd prefer Huang, and I think I'd prefer Neto at Wolves, mm. but. Um, They've got a good fixture at Fulham next who are going to be without Palinia, who's suspended. Yeah. Now, we'll speak about it maybe on the captaincy video, but when Palinia is missing for Fulham, it makes a big difference. So um, if you own any of the Wolves attackers, yeah. it's, it's a really good fixture in game week um, 13. Okay, um, just uh, to welcome those more that have joined us in the live chat. Um, a few questions popping up. Do do sort of remember them, sort of copy and paste them, put them up towards the end back into the live chat because um, we're going to have a live Q&A session with you all there. So we'll focus on that there. So lots of good questions there. And also want to uh, welcome Summit, who joins us from Kathmandu in Nepal. Um, so that's great. Somewhere I'd love to go. Uh, never been. And uh, obviously needs to say it looks amazing in the pool um so uh, uh you're lucky for living there um okay um let's uh keep moving down um this list so willian uh fulham uh didn't deliver but you know fulham were okay um he's just one of those he's not going to get a look in in our teams really um so i'll sort of sketch over and crystal palace um what, what i mean um Eze's back now elise is fit again um, yeah. So that does that mean Jordan Ayew still plays, or is he still? He could is, do. He could do. Yeah, he, he he could do. Yeah, he could still play because Eze has kind of been more through the middle. Um, Olise would take up that right wing spot, which might see Ayew move to the left, um, and then Edward through the middle. So he could still play, but suddenly he's gone from probably the best midfielder at Palace with other players out to suddenly being like the third best behind Eze yeah. and Olise. Um, but it's good for Palace that those mm. players are back. And Ayu might even benefit from that because obviously you've got that creativity back in the yeah. team again. Um, yeah. So and yeah, dis- dis- disappointing loss at the weekend, but you- you'd expect them to do okay. And Edouard, a good a good uh, choice as well, especially because they're, they're in the midst of this good fixture run. So they've got yeah. game week 13, they've got Luton next. That's great. Um, it is a way though. Um, and mm. you know, a bit better at Kenilworth Road. Uh, but then they got West Ham away, good fixture. Uh, Bournemouth at home, good fixture. And then it stiffens up a bit game week 16 when they got Liverpool, Man City, Brighton, Chelsea and Brentford. So it gets much, yeah. much tougher. So um, it's a short-term move, really. But yeah. um, Eze, Edouard, IU, whoever you can afford, um, there should be some attacking points there. 
um, they may concede. I don't know whether the introduction of more of those attacking players made them more attacking and less defensive, but that possibly the case against Everton, who it's hard to judge. But Everton, I mean, Everton, I, we, I think we, I think I said on, I, th- I think I said on the team news game that that Everton Palace game it screams a Decore goal. That was it. It was because Decore was uh, right, slight injury down, and I said it yeah, just screams yeah. Decore goal, and indeed it was. I think the fact Everton got a very early goal in that maybe opened it up more than yeah. if it had gone for the first 20, 30 okay. minutes and it was goal goalless. But yeah, Palace, when they've got Eze and Olise, we just have to remember at the end of last season how well they played going forward. So whatever we previously thought about Palace, our perceptions might need to change now they've got everybody back. And I think that... The, you know, even playing Matt Liverpool and Man City and teams like that in a few weeks. I think if they've got all of those players fit, I'd still expect them to score in those games. Yeah, um, definitely. And uh, last up is Alvarez, who we've mentioned before. Um, he, I mean, I would say he's probably a sell at the moment, although he is ticking mm-hmm. along nicely. It's just uh, with, with I mean, Watkins, Nunes, uh, Solanke, Edwards. There's, there's better play. There's not better players. Uh, I'll rephrase that. There's players with better fixtures who could be better as FPL assets over the next um, set of fixtures. So Man City have got Liverpool at home, Tottenham at home, Aston Villa away. Then then Man City in game week 16 have Luton away in Crystal Palace. Um, I mean, obviously, there's been a, a flurry of goals coming up. I mean, there was four all against Chelsea. So um, tough, tough teams could be more goals. <laughs> who knows? But I would say I'd be very tempted if I owned Alvarez to to look to move him. I mean, it's not an urgent sell, but I think you could possibly do better over the next few fixtures. Yeah, I'd agree with that, Joe. Yeah, I think um, he did well for the third goal at Stamford Bridge. But aside from that, I didn't think he was that involved. So, um, and his stats haven't been great for a few weeks now. He's not getting in the box so much. There's not many shots in the box happening. So, yeah, I don't think Alvarez playing in that City team is ever a priority, Sal. I think he's fine to keep, but you could find a better forward elsewhere, I think, for the next few weeks. And then given that that Alvarez as well, he's playing for Argentina during the international break, so you've got that doubt over game week 13. They blanked then in game week 18. So there might be better opportunities elsewhere. Um, Let's have a look at how we got on our assist imminent table. Yeah, we've got quite a few here as well. Um, Ward Prowse as well. That's good. Um, So we start at the top. Luca Dean, um, he he didn't uh, do so well for us uh, on the assists. Uh, McNeil at Everton as well. He's interesting because um, it would appear that he is allowing uh, Mikalenko to (laughs) get forwards and score <laughs> lots of so basically all all we're predicting from McNeil is actually happening to another player McNeil's facilitating that by the looks of it is that something you picked up on I'm not sure I mean Mikalenko you know you can't really go too wrong given his price mm. but I wouldn't be expecting those attacking returns to to continue that regularly I don't think yeah. I've seen enough in that role and in the change of it to suggest he's suddenly going to turn into prime Trent Alexander-Arnold no. but he's still cheap but he's cheap mm. and under Everton are getting better so there's nothing wrong with mm. with with getting him in just Right, maybe keep your expectations yeah, in yeah. check with it um, a little bit. And they have got some tougher fixtures to come, Everton. I'm just looking. Mm. Admittedly, they're at home the, the next few, but United, Newcastle, Chelsea at home. Yeah. Um, 
but fine if you can kind of bring him in and out when you want to. But for McNeil, um, I think the problem is at Everton now is you've got Decore, you've got Harrison who's doing actually quite yeah. well with assists, mm-hmm. and you've got Calvert-Lewin as well. So you've got three players there who I think I'd probably prefer over McNeil at this moment in time mm-hmm. as well. Okay. Um, a couple of Villa players also on this list. Uh, Luca Dean didn't provide us with an assist. Um, Diaby did though. Um, so well yeah. done, Diaby. Um, uh, so what, what's the situation with the, the defence at the moment? Um in, is Moreno is he is he back? I is yeah uh, yeah. And so Luca Dean is he sort of surplus to requirements? No, I don't think. I think Dean has done very very well this year. Mm. I think he's a bit underrated to be honest. His performances. So I don't see Alex Moreno just suddenly coming straight back into the picture after the international break. I think he will be used potentially in Europe and uh, his minutes will be slowly introduced. But I don't think there's any guarantee at the moment that he that he comes in completely for Dean because Dean's done so well. Problem is for Dean is you have got that little bit of uncertainties on four yellow cards mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So don't and you don't and you don't want to be looking at a villa defender now, the fixtures are turning anyway. But he's he's had a really good season. And then for Diaby, um I mean, there was a bit of controversy with the assist at the weekend, yeah. wasn't there? But um, Opta, they were the ones who saw a touch from him. Mm-hmm. Um, hence, he got the assist. It wasn't it wasn't visible. I mean, it wasn't screened live in the UK, so it's difficult to get as many camera angles as we normally do. Um, but Opta, that they were sure they saw the touch. So um, yeah, he got the assist. But he had a, he had a good game. He was taken off after sixty two minutes, I think, okay. just because he played in Europe and he's you know his, his minutes are still being managed a bit. But um, I think the Spurs game could be good for Diaby. I think on the break, high line, I think yeah. he could have a good week. So I wouldn't sell him yet. Yeah, I mean, I'm going into that Spurs Villa game with two Spurs players in Poro and and Son. And two Villa players in in Matty Cash and Watkins. And Watkins. Yeah. Um, out of all of those, Matty Cash, I think, can go because yeah. uh, he does. He doesn't seem to be getting the attacking returns that I, I want from him. And we'll look at attacking yeah. defenders in a minute. And I'm not sure mm-hmm. he sort of figures quite highly no. there. Um, so he's not the yeah. one that drives forward. Well, I think the appeal was when Cash was playing on the right wing, wasn't he? And he popped up out of position a couple of times and he got a lot of um, good chances in those matches. That isn't happening now. Tillemans came in for Zaniolo at the weekend and had a really good game as well. Now Tillemans is playing wide left, which means McGinn plays wide right where Mm. Cash would be out of position. I don't see that happening anytime soon. So I think Cash, um, I think you can can sell him, yeah. Yeah, Uh, uh, definitely. And also just remind people of those fixtures with Villa, they got Tottenham next and Bournemouth. So Tottenham and Bournemouth look okay for attacking returns potentially, but also not, yeah. but not for defensive returns. And then it gets even worse for defensive returns with City and Arsenal and Brentford. So I wouldn't expect any clean sheets there. But then mm-hmm. in game week 18, this is annoying. They play Sheffield United at home, which is um, about as good as you can get for a clean sheet. Um, yeah, maybe it depends on price how much you, I mean, he's 5.2 now, but we're forgetting he started and he was 4.5, wasn't it, at yeah. the start of the season? So if you got on board early, you might be happy to just push him on your bench for a few weeks. If you spent a lot of money, 5 million, 5.1, you could probably look to sell him and then maybe yeah. look to bring him back in further down the line. I think, I think for me, for that price, five weeks on the, a couple of weeks, maybe five weeks on the bench. I mean, that's why I was thinking of selling Porro until I got confirmation on Madison's injury, because I thought with Porro suddenly got assist potential. Um, yeah. and, and so it transpired. 
So I do think, I mean, Tottenham can ship whatever. I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, as long as Porro gets me attacking returns. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's a hold for me, but Cash, maybe, maybe not. Um, and um, yeah, also on this list here, Alexander Arnold, we're going to mention, mention him in a second. We look at attacking defenders. Martinelli is next. He didn't get an assist. That tends to happen when Trossard plays. Uh, so Trossard got the attacking returns. And Martinelli's still in your team. What are you going to do with him? Yeah, really disappointing. I mean, bought him in game week 10 because he had Sheffield United mm. at home and then Burnley at home a couple of weeks later and I didn't get anything mm-hmm. for it. And the the performance at the weekend against Burnley, it kind of summed him up. Mm. He was he beat his fullback for fun. You know, he's getting to the byline, but he just lacked that final ball a bit. He's picked up a knock as well. I think he has gone away with Brazil on the internationals. Mm. Um, but I think um, I'm going to I'm going to sell him. I think um, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've got we'll talk about it later on. But there's there's a lot of appealing midfielders at the moment, yeah. and uh, I don't want to I don't want to hold him any longer. I don't think Brentford's an easy game. The fixtures no. are okay. He plays Wolves and Luton after, mm-hmm. but I've given him that those three games, and he hasn't done anything. So I'm ready. I'm ready to move him on. In a, in a weird way, I'm quite envious of the fact that you've got a midfielder you don't want. Because yeah. when we come to look at our teams, I've got five midfielders I want. <laughs> yes. In yeah, fact, yeah. and I want more, <laughs> but I can't get them because I can't, I can't find a place for them. Um, mm. uh, so next up, War Prowse, finally. Uh, this yeah. is what happens with him. He does, even if he's playing defensively, he's still on those set pieces. He can take free kicks. Um, and of course, during the game, you know, he might be a bit more advanced midfielder. At he was, yeah. points. And, mm. and, and so it transpired to assists. So well done their owners. His ownership would be very low. So they would have got... Yeah. Handsome return there. Gibbs White, mocked by uh, many in the live chat last week. Why are we recommending Gibbs White? Um, yeah, sorry. So his stats aren't as good as last season. However, he did come return with an assist. So a nice return there. Um, lots of better options in midfield now. But we did say about Nottingham Forest fixtures um, from an attacking point of view, especially, were pretty good. Um, they've got Brighton up next, game week 13. Um, got got many many more uh, injury problems there at Brighton. Then they got che- um, then they've got Everton at home. Then Fulham away, Wolves away, Tottenham with their defensive problems, and in game week eighteen got Bournemouth at home. Yeah. So he's a good he's a game week eighteen player you can have, and then it just it stiffens up a bit in game week nineteen with Newcastle, Manchester United. But I still think if it not gives White definitely New- Nottingham Forest are a team we should be looking at. And I might even get a Forest defender. I might have to talk to Mark Suttons about this and get get some Nottingham Forest detail. But I really like Nottingham Forest's next lot of fixtures from, an, from a defensive and an attacking point of view. Yeah, I do as well. And um, I think Gibbs White is actually a viable option mm-hmm. for our midfield. The, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of competition. He got the assist at the weekend. It was his shot, which was parried by um, Ariola, And then Awanihi put it in. But they look, they've looked better in the past couple of weeks. Alanga's playing really well on the left for them. Um, the good thing is with Forest is they're this is oversimplifying it a bit, but they're very good at home and they're really bad away. Okay. And um, yeah. four of the ne- four of the next six are at home. Yeah, um, they don't lose many games at all at home. I think I think it's only like. I think only the top teams have beaten them in like the past mm. year or something like City and maybe Liverpool or something like that. Um, so they're really good in that sense. Uh, Mario went off with a hamstring injury mm. at the weekend. He's obviously a key part of their defence now. But 
yeah, they could still offer value. Aina got an assist at the yeah. weekend, attacking fullback. Yeah. So and the fixtures are great. So um yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, this don't, is don't, don't dislike that. I, I never thought I would say that this season, but I'm seriously looking mm. at a Nottingham Forest defender to bring yeah. in. Uh, Toffolo is one. Ed, yeah. Ed Sense in the live chats recommended him. Uh, Aina as yeah, well. well. Uh, Doctor David. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's an actual doctor, but Doctor David has, has said that uh, as well about Aina. Um, so there is there is options there. Um, there so is. Um, there's quite. A, I mean, Forest have a lot of players in every position, mm. but they have a lot of players, particularly in fullback. I think Sir Gourier's there. Um, left back Toffolo. He's got yeah. the. He's ha- he's got the nod in the past too. He got a couple of assists mm. against Villa. So, yeah. but maybe maybe a centre back would be a bit safer. But then if Mario's out, you might want to go for that upside. So, yeah. yeah. Speak to Mark. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See yes. what he thinks. So you've got uh, Brighton next. Now, um, uh, when uh, Deserby came in, Brighton were looking great until they played Nottingham Forest at home. And I think yeah. it was nil-nil. Uh, it was certainly boring. <laughs> uh, but Nottingham <laughs> Forest made it boring. Um, <laughs> and that's a compliment yeah. to them. Uh, that they, they got the better of Brighton. They completely nullified their attack there. But Everton at home, for even the away games, the two away games in the next six, Fulham and Wolves, there's clean sheet potential there. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, God, more I think about it. Wow. It's funny how, funny how FPL turns you like this. I didn't come yeah, into well, the, this thinking I'd be gung ho about Nottingham Forest. <laughs> yeah. But I think that if, if you can play them in the home games and then have them in, and maybe slot them into a really good away fixture, yeah. I don't, you know, a lot, I like defenders like that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I think the pricing of FPL means that now we're largely looking towards those top sides and by that, I mean teams mm-hmm. who are finishing the top six, seven, eight. But occasionally, if it's a part of a rotation, pick, play it like defenders from Palace, for instance. Yeah. They're all the rage now. But, yeah. um, you know, players like Gay here were 4.5. Yeah. They can be really useful players to bring in in those good fixtures. Mm-hmm. Uh, Definitely. Um, we've had confirmation from Dr. David. He is a doctor, uh, not a medicine, though, a philosophy. Um, so mm-hmm. what an educated live chat we have today. Uh, <laughs> we can uh, move down the list. Uh, Willian, um, people aren't going to go for him at Fulham, but, you know, he's uh, uh, there's too many other choices in midfield. Uh, there's Salah. Yeah. Um, he's, he was in our assist imminent table. Uh, he didn't. He sadly let us down tragically. He just all he could muster was to two goals and a 16 point haul for many who captained him. Um, so that's what he, so yeah, he's, he's still getting the goals. Um, he's still Salah. I think that's his 200th goal for in English mm. football. I think, I don't know which, okay. I mean, it, it's a record. He break it. He's breaking records all the time. Yeah. Um, and he's still scoring. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, needless to say, are there any teams without Salah? Have you seen any? Seen no, less teams, but yeah, I think that was the tactic, wasn't it? A few people went without Harland, and then obviously, you know, had Salah, and we're going to captain him most weeks. I captained him at the weekend. Um, yeah, the the Darwin link up is really encouraging. They seem to be assisting. He's assisting for Salah a lot these days. I think Salah's last blank at home was in game week twenty one of last season. He's just yeah. every home game, he's just delivering, and yeah. um, and so yeah, Fulham. You know, I don't think people, I mean, we'll talk about it in the captaincy video, Joe. I don't think people will captain him at City, although he does tend to do okay against City. Yeah. I don't think people will stick the armband on him for them, no. but I think Fulham, Fulham the week after um, yeah. at home when City play Tottenham that game week. Mm-hmm. So I think that he will, again, like he was at the weekend, the um, the main 
the main captain among yeah. um, engaged in managers. So. Yeah. Game week 15, Sheffield United at home. Another captaincy shout. Crystal Palace mm. away. Uh, game week 16. Uh, I remember That's that great what, game. He's done well there. Yeah, he's done well there. I remember the game where he was benched and, and many yeah. captained him. He came on in the last oh. half an hour and got, got yeah. one of his best hauls of all season, 18 points or something. It was the early kickoff, wasn't yeah. it? And I think I had a lot of friends who kind of slept through the deadline mm. or ignored it, left the armband yeah. on him. Me with that knowledge that he was benched, thought, well, I'll play him, yeah. but I'm not going to captain him. And then it, it came on and just yeah. got a ridiculous amount of points in the second half. I think yeah. I was busy. I think I was busy. So I couldn't, I, I just went, oh, what the hell? Yeah, I wish I was busy. Yeah. And then he's got Manchester United. Salah's got a great record against Manchester United. And then mm. Arsenal, Burnley. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a hold. And then he goes, but then he goes off to AFCON. I can't, I can't remember yeah. which date it is, whether it's game week 19, 20, around that time. Well, yeah, I haven't got it. I haven't got it to hand at the moment. We'll, okay. we'll be doing an article on site about yeah. it. I think we've got one penciled in for this international break. Just having a look at that and the dates. So keep an eye out for so that. So suddenly there's going to be um, a lot of money floating around around that time. Especially mm. Son is away as well on international yeah. duty. Yeah, uh, yeah correct. Um, so yeah, there's going to be a lot of money. We're going to be flush for cash. Uh, Hughes mm. at Crystal Palace uh, probably won't sketch over him. Lots of other better options in the yeah. field but nevertheless good to um see more crystal palace options there um let's have a look at some attacking defenders um so what i've done is i've done the most recent ones because we sort of started off with an idea and um there's been a lot of injuries a lot of people coming back from injuries so i've done the last four game weeks just sort of the latest ones and their minutes per expected goal involvement this is low for them all because that's their defenders so it's not their job but nevertheless, some of them can get assists and goals. And they're the ones we want in our team. So, for example, that Poro assist for me really helped out um, until, obviously, um, uh, Simicasso would have played in his place. Um, got a massive haul. Um, but nevertheless, these are the players you want. Simicasso, obviously, another another option there. Um, so looking at these, we're, I mean, top of the list is Alexander-Arnold, which... It's sort of surprising because people aren't going for him for his price. But it's just a timely reminder, really, that he's created nine chances. Nine chances in the last four game weeks. Um, three clean sheets. Um, and he's expected goal involvement of one and a half goals expected to be involved in. Um, started all four. I mean, just a reminder, you, you, you do get some quality with that money, don't you? Yeah, I think six of those created chances were against Luton when he was you know, a very good match, albeit Liverpool couldn't get the win. Um, his points over the last few, four weeks, I think he's got seven, two, five, six, and that's without attacking returns. Yeah. That's just via clean sheets. So I do worry a bit whether this season they aren't quite as reliant on his creativity with Shaboslai and McAllister in there and Salah taking on a bit more of a creative role maybe as well. It's just very, you know, 7.9 million. It's a lot of money, isn't it, Joe? So mm. is he is he going to offer enough? I mean, he's one, he's almost 2 million more than Trippier. And I know we're going a bit off Trippier now, uh, but it, it, it's hard. Sorry, he isn't 2 million more, million. of course he isn't. He's, po- million. Yeah, he's, po- he's point, point million, 0.9 million. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So he's 0.9 million more. And given how good Trippier's been for mm. bonus recently and things like that, it's hard to make a case for him and it still is now I think yeah yeah. but if you wanted a differential defender and you didn't and you did have a bit of cash floating around you could certainly have a look at him from 14. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lovely discussion in the live chat going on Uh, Albert Camus the uh, uh, philosopher is um, being discussed uh, by 
Beardy and uh, Dr. David in the live chat. So this is it's all go. It's all go. Uh, next up is James, another who's uh, mm. it's actually good value if mm. if he was alive <laughs> in, in our teams and on the pitch. He's 5.3 yeah. million. He's had three shots inside the box, uh, created five chances. He has had an assist. Uh, his expected goal involvement is just just under one over the last four game weeks, um, um, but only two starts. Um, it's the same old story with him. If he's fit, then from game week 16, when Chelsea yeah. um, have Everton, Sheffield United, Wolves, Crystal Palace, Luton, that, I mean, what a great run that is from 16 to 20. Um, James would be a lock, but Christmas rotation, his dire injury records... I'm just not going to go there, but maybe I will. And that's how everyone's (laughs) thinking, isn't it? I'm not going to go there. Oh, maybe I will. I'll go there. I'm not even going to fight it anymore. I know I'm not, it's going to happen. It's going to be in my team and I'm going to, and we're going to be here again in a few weeks, probably thinking why, but um, Mm. I was looking at him even from uh, after Newcastle game. So for the Brighton home match, Mm. um, just because I think with Cole Palmer on the right wing and the way that Cole Palmer moves so centrally, I just think that link up is just going to be, if he yeah. can stay fit, I think it's going to be so exciting. He's, he's 5.3 million. I know. He's probably going to be injured by game week 16 could, or 17. So why not just get him in now? I yeah, could get I him mean, now like, for Matty Cash. <laughs> he's not, he's not on international duty, is he? So he's mm. been spared that. Um, yeah, I just, I mean, I get, I completely get why people will not want to touch Reese James, but yeah. I think if you can, if you're looking for a defender, and mm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been in a position this year where I've, I haven't actually, I've had transfers, and I actually haven't had to use them. Mm. Um, the team, especially coming off the back of a wild card, when your team is mm. set up well, and I just think that that Cole Palmer James link up is really exciting. Yeah. And I think that yes, the, you might not get too many clean sheets in the in the short term, no. But if he's still fit in a few weeks, I think he could be one of the one of that's, the very best to go for my, if he's fit. My yeah, uh, that's easy. So he's got Newcastle, Brighton, and Manchester United next. So, I mean, maybe not with Manchester United, but definitely Brighton and, and Newcastle, I expect them to concede. And then yeah. by the time I want him in game week uh, 16 against Everton, he could be have a long-term injury <laughs> then. So, yes. I, okay, yeah. I'm going to say it here. I might get James in, but I am going to wait until game week 16 because I'm not going to make yeah. an advance move for him. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's, um, I think that's, that's sensible. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I still look at that Brighton game and yeah. I think, mm, yeah. <laughs> that looks tasty. But maybe yeah. maybe just waiting a little yeah. bit and getting him to build because because even if he starts these games, he's going to be um, he's going to be taken off early. That might not be such a bad yeah. thing if the clean sheet's as, intact. As, as Alex in the live chat points out, getting Reese James for the Christmas period is a hilariously bad decision. You are very yeah. very accurate there, um, Doctor David has. Uh, Taking the philosophical approach, Colwell well, is more nailed. That could be the chapter of his next book. Yeah, and and that's um, <laughs> but that's why going for James might be better now because they're not in Europe. They haven't got that volume of fixtures yeah. where he, his fitness can be handled a bit better. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to kind of try and persuade anybody to get him because I know that the yeah. problems. But but for my own team, the type of manager I'm, I probably will be tempted in a couple of weeks. Okay. Wow. 
Uh, next a up, perfect, perfect Matty Cash replacement. He, he is. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll go for that hilariously bad decision. Uh, Trippier <laughs> is next. Um, six chances created. Uh, a couple of clean sheets. Uh, he's had eighteen corners um, and is uh, expected to have been involved in uh, one and about a third of a goal involvement uh, there. Uh, yeah, just another reminder there. I mean, I I had him for. One of his flurry of returns. I think I got 30 points in two matches, then sold him on wildcard to make way for some other players. And I haven't really regretted that move. I've missed out on some points with Trippier, but I think my other players have have more than recompensed there. Um, At 7 million, I I don't think Trippier, until Botman's back, until their their defence is shored up, um, I don't think 7 million is enough value for Trippier currently. What do you think? Yeah, they've got a lot of injuries, haven't they? Yeah. I did see earlier that Botman was perhaps back out on the grass. He's on the grass. Um, yeah, he's Curry, kicking the ball. Okay. Uh, but yeah. I don't think he's in full training, but he's he's there. So so you're probably looking at another three weeks or two yeah. or three weeks before we could even consider him. So get but he, getting him back helps Trippier. Obviously, Dan Burns out. I think Bruno Gamaris is back now. He was suspended yes. in the last one. But there's, there's still there's still a lot of injuries there, isn't there? Yeah. And so given given the fixtures, what is he going to be worth seven? No, I I think I think I I, I mean I I would if I can get a confirmation. I mean I would get Botman back mm. definitely if if he's yeah. because um, you would think with Bruno back as well in midfield. So they've got Chelsea um, next up at home. Don't think you're going to get a clean sheet on Chelsea's current attacking form. But then you've got Manchester United at home. That is a clean sheet, I think. And then you've got Everton away. Tottenham might concede there. Fulham, Luton, Nottingham Forest. Just a bit, just a bit mixed, isn't it? It's, it's got some mm-hmm. got some all right ones there, though. Yeah. I yeah. Def- definitely Botman. And it's just annoying that I need to make a cheap goalkeeper, a cheap defender move. Cheap defender. Mm-hmm. This move when Botman may or may not be returning. I mean, I might end up just getting Botman in and just leaving him on the bench, maybe. Because I think I'd want him for that run. Yeah, I think it would be good to get an update on that, wouldn't it? Because we don't, just because somebody's out yeah. on the grass, it doesn't yeah. mean that they're necessarily that close to, yeah. to coming back. So see what Eddie Howe says. Yeah, um, um, as Beardy points out, Lascelles is up to 4.1 now, but still cheap. Yes, but if Botman's back, then Lascelles doesn't matter whether he's 1p. He's he's just pointless now because yeah. he won't play. Go and get go and get Livermento like me. I heard he's nailed. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll talk about your <laughs> Livermento move in a sec. Um, yeah. Uh, so Luca Dean, we've mentioned there. Just worth mentioning that he has had uh, eight chances created in the last four game weeks. Uh, ben Mee at uh, Brentford is an intriguing one. Four point eight million. Um, he's uh, he's expected goal involvement. It's about a third of expected goal in the last four. Um, so I, I just don't think people are going to go for another Brentford player because they're missing game week 18. And yes. Ben Mees, these stats, whilst, you know, just, just behind, say, Luca Dean and Trippier even, in terms of expected goal involvement, Ben Mee, I don't think many people are going to get Ben Mee in. No, a bit of set-piece threat. Yeah. But he's point. But he's gone down in price, but Pinnock's a bit cheaper. Mm. He's 4.6. But I think that game week 18 is the key point there. Yeah. Because we're going to want Mbomo running up to that, given the fixtures. Mm. And you're going to want Mbomo after. I don't think that ideally you want to sell Mbomo in 18 because he's got good fixtures. I think he goes to Sheffield United after. Yeah, he's just a bench. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to bench him and you want to bench Haaland as well for that one. Yeah. 
I don't think you want to be taking up that other bench spot with another player, a player who blanks, because you're going to be down to the bare bones otherwise. So I don't think getting an additional Brentford or even another, if you've got an Alvarez, that's another reason to be looking at maybe offloading him as well. Um, And just preparing yourself for game week 18, because you ideally want one playing sub that week. Definitely. Um, uh, Alt Nori at Wolves, 4.5 million. Um, another I'm actually quite tempted by. Um, I was going to say. On uh, the, the, created seven the, the chances, six yeah. corners, started all four, um, expected goal. Should have been should have been involved in one and a third uh, goals over the last four game weeks. And looking at the fixtures, away to Fulham, clean sheet potential and assist potential. Uh, Arsenal, that's tricky, game week 14. But then you've got this lovely run. Burnley, Nottingham Forest, West Ham. And then it turns a bit game week 18 with Chelsea. But nevertheless, he plays in game week 18. Um, and then he's got Brentford and Everton. So it's, it's not bad fixtures. And I might have talked myself into getting out Alt Nori in as well um, instead of a Forest yeah. player. I thought he looked really good against Spurs. Mm. Um, he did play as a wing back in that game. Now, not totally sure if that will continue at Wolves because mm. Dawson's out of the next game. Yeah. So they, if. He's obviously not quite as appealing if he's playing at left back and there's competition mm. from Bueno as well. Yeah. But but he's passing the eye test. Mm. And um, so I think that that's, that's really interesting. Um, yeah. Is he super nailed on? I'd probably want to go to a Wolves fan and just kind of get the exact yeah. details of that. Of But if, if it's all promising on that side, yeah. then the fixtures, it's that Burnley Forest game, those yeah. back-to-back home games at Molyneux, which yeah. look really look really good for him. Well, he's, he's very, uh, way to Fulham, uh, is, that's hugely playable play this that. week. Yeah, um, yeah. In, I mean, in, yeah, right, Raul Jimenez scored at the weekend, but they've been struggling, haven't they, in, yeah. up, in attack all season. Um, Alex is pointing out in the live chat, if Neto comes back, the Wolves don't play wing back, so you're not going to get so much attacking threat um, yeah. from Alt Nori, etc. Uh, next up is Ake, uh, five million. Uh, it's only one star, and this, this therein lies the problem. Also, he misses game week eighteen. He may miss all the matches before because he's only getting one start last four game weeks. Uh, but nevertheless, he is an option. Five million uh, created a couple of chances um, uh, over that time, and he has scored. So he's, he plays for Man City. He's a defender who can score. Um, so there's an option there. Um, it's a Kanji's not on this list. But Kanji in the last four has been racking up the goals. But I mean, is that just happenstance or is because Kanji was just well, nowhere near these minutes per expected goal involvement stats? Is well, what they've been doing is because John Stones is injured, he's actually been taking on a bit of that kind of the hybrid mm. role, you know, when they kind of switch, they move into midfield in possession. So he has been, mm. we put a heat map up at the weekend. He has been getting a bit further up the pitch. That hasn't had anything to do with the goal at the weekend. That was just a set piece mm. goal from a corner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, Ake's pulled out of the, the Dutch squad for the internationals, um, mm. which might make Guardiola a bit more nailed as well. But I think Akanji would be potentially one to look at although Walker's still playing a lot of games yeah. isn't he so may, maybe he's probably the superior one okay. um, but yeah I can say there is a bit of a role change there and um, it depends how long Stones is going to be out for if that continues yeah. and Ake is out of the Dutch squad with injury as well at the moment so we don't know the full extent of that uh, Cucurella's next on this 4.8 million another Chelsea defensive asset three starts out of the last four 
I said three shots inside the box, created three chances, um, should have been uh, involved, no assists or goals, but should have been involved in at least one goal over the last four game weeks. Um, what I mean, he's, he's there because Chilwell's not there. Is, is that right? I mean, well, where, where about, I haven't really monitored him. Just because of Colwell, he's oh, been playing that left-back okay. role and he missed out with a yeah. shoulder problem at the weekend, yeah, yeah. but it's minor. Mm. So Kukurea, he's actually looks okay when he comes in. I didn't mm. think he did badly, but um, he's not. He's nowhere near nailed enough no. to be able to no, consider him in FPL. He was, he was good at Brighton before Chelsea ruined him. He was so. very, very good, wasn't <laughs> he? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, but nevertheless, Chelsea have recompensed by, um, again, Cole Palmer. Cole Palmer's always been good, though. So I'm not sure whether that's Chelsea. It's just he didn't get game time yeah. at City. Uh, yeah, he's just been given the minute, minute some freedom to play, yeah. hasn't he? And yeah. um, I mean, I don't know if the rate of penalties is sustainable, but the stats yeah. are good anyway. Yeah. So five, 5.2 million uh, should be good. Uh, my player next, Porro. Uh, I was going to sell him, but then with Madison out, I thought, hmm, might get some assists there. So I still think that's going to be the case. 5.2. We have mentioned him already, but he's had three, created three chances last four game weeks. I think that will go up. Um, because he will be on more set pieces. He has had an assist. He has had a clean sheet. That might go down <laughs> the next four. Um, and he's expected to be involved in at least one goal. And he indeed was four starts. And he's had four corners as well. So um, I think only with Tottenham, uh, with clean sheet potential, iffy, with Villa, Man City, West Ham, Newcastle, but then against Nottingham Forest, Everton, Brighton, that'll be iffy. And Bournemouth, maybe, maybe he'll get some clean sheets there, but I do think there's assist potential um, yeah. there. Um, so I, th- I think he's not an immediate sell. He's not a buy, but he's probably mm. a keep, I think, for a little while. Yeah, I think, like you said, he's going to be on more set pieces with mm. Madison out. Yeah. Took three corners at the weekend. I don't mm. see too many clean sheets in that, mm. but Tottenham are so attacking, mm. and the way he plays with that role, where he gets mm. into the centre of the pitch quite a bit, he pops up in the box. Yeah. I think he's absolutely fine to keep. Mm. No. Yeah. Um, just a reminder for those in the live chat, do press that like button. Uh, I'll just uh, expand my screen a little bit. See, there's uh, hundreds of you in the live chat, but not even 100 likes yet. So do press that like button. Do do see if we can get that like uh, count up um, there. There is a question in the live chat with, uh, about is Simicast still a good buy? But we will answer some questions after we talked about our teams in a bit. Um, but yes, um, Simicast, I don't know. I'm going to ask Tom this now because I, I was all, I mean, I benched him this week. I was all prepared to get rid of him. He's, he was hooked, uh, mid, mid game in Europe. He hasn't yeah. impressed. Uh, he's, he's created six chances the last four game weeks, nevertheless, and he has got two assists, but this is all from, it seemed to be for the last game or the last half of the game. I was reading some just comments, just scrolling through, uh, X and social media, and Simicast looked pretty pretty poor the first half, people were saying. Yeah. So I, I don't know what to make of him. And now now Klopp's praising him. <laughs> so yeah. is is Simicus a keep, a sell, a buy? What what do we do with him? I think he's a keep if you own him. I think it's very hard to yeah. sell somebody after the fifteen mm. point haul. I sold him last week and um like quite a few others because he didn't play against Luton. Like you said, he was hauled off at half time mm. in midweek in uh, Toulouse. And there was a bit of uncertainty even at the weekend going in if he would start. I think the Liverpool fan base was kind of split on it. A lot mm. of people thought Gomez would 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 come yeah. back in. But then, of course, he picked up the injury, which nobody knew about. No. And so Simakas came in and it was, I mean, the quotes from Klopp after the game, they 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 basically said, 
as soon as he got that first assist, you could see his confidence grow from okay. that point. Klopp, Klopp said that. He said, you know, it's, um, he said, I think something about positive feedback is always good and an assist is positive feedback. Mm-hmm. It immediately, he said he could notice on the pitch straight away when he got okay. that. So I think Simicast coming out of that, his stock has risen and it's, you know, he's suddenly a better option now than he was last week. Um, I didn't, re- you know, I'm kind of kicking myself for selling him, but mm-hmm. I had two free transfers and I was kind yeah. of looking for stuff to do. It's quite an interesting talking point. There's an article by Simon Marsh on the site at the yeah. moment, which is, uh, is burning an FBL transfer ever a good idea? Mm. So go and have a look on that site because it's raised some good kind of debate in the comment yeah. area. Um, for me, I, I, I made the move and went to Livramento, so it's pretty disastrous in the end. But Simicast, going back to him, um, I'm, I wouldn't buy him, obviously, now because mm. they go to City, and I think you can give it a bit more time mm. to, and then have a look at it again ahead of that Fulham match because... The landscape seems to be changing very quickly with Simakas. Mm. You know, one, uh, if he goes up to the Etihad and has an app, they might not even play him there. But if he goes up to the Etihad and has a mayor, you're going to be then yeah. thinking, "Ooh, is he nailed again?" And people might not like that. But when he does play mm. at home, there's obviously upside in that. Yeah. So, so yeah, he's got City next. So then, um, when I when I, I'll bench him again, uh, but then I'll start yeah. fielding him. So this is quite a good. Yeah. Uh, time because Fulham at home Sheffield United away Crystal Palace Manchester United nice run there game week 18 gets a bit tough with against Arsenal uh, when ideally I'd want a better defender then but nevertheless he could get a run well he probably will get a run out there because we'll be missing our Brentford and City players then he's got Burnley away and then Newcastle so yeah a bit of a mixed bag but yeah that that, that sort of game week 14 to game week 17 run is pretty nice for Simakas so I think I'll be playing him then uh, yeah, there. so um, yeah, he's a he's a hold, um, but yeah. also a wait and see and a dump. And he could be a, all at the same time. A, <laughs> yeah, he could be anything, but he could be a buy after mm. the next round of fixtures if yeah. you're looking for a cheap defender. Um, but at the moment, it's very hard to recommend him yeah. fully. Okay, right. um, let's have a look at our team. So we're going to put our teams up, have a little chat about how we got on, and some early thoughts for game week 13. Next week, we'll have a team reveal video. Um, a bit with a bit more detail there's no point doing a big team reveal video this week because we don't know what's going to happen in internationals um, but we'll give us some early thoughts as well do have a think about some questions do put questions in the live chat and do put a question mark on them so I can easily see them we have had quite a few questions already so I'll try and go back to them but uh, a question mark will be really handy you can see that quickly Tom your team you had a good game week um, 78 points um uh, do you want to run through your team and sort of any decisions you got in game week 13? Also, where where are you in the rankings at the moment? Must have got a bit of a rank boost from this. Yeah, I mean, I'm still in the millions. It's pretty it's it's pretty bleak um, having been ranked at about 200k after game week three. It's mm. been a tough period, but this brought quite a significant rank boost. Okay. And um, I'm still adamant that it's early in the season and there's plenty mm. of time to... Um, yeah. To turn things around i'm probably i think around about 40 50 points off where i need to be okay. or where i'd love where i'd like to be which is a lot okay. um but what can you do we'll okay. keep plugging away um, um so uh so- yeah the team anyway 78 points could have been a lot better if I hadn't have um, sold Simicas, but in truth, I don't think I would have played him with no. Gahey first on the bench I, anyway. I him and I didn't play um, him. So. Yeah, so I think I would have been looking at him first on my bench anyway. So um yeah, so uh, yeah, so from back to back to front, Ariola got um two points, really disappointing. West Ham just not keeping clean sheets, mm-hmm. but he's four point three million, so he's a. Uh, I'm not looking to remove him or anything. Um Cash Gabriel and Livramento at the back. Um 
Cash and Gabriel both got two points. Liveramento just came on for the second half. Mm-hmm. I think he'll play against Chelsea because Lewis Hall is ineligible to play that, I think. Um, I'm going to keep him for a bit longer because I think he will play more often than not. So, um, yeah, disappointing from the defence, really. Not one return at all, mm-hmm. but there weren't many clean sheets around, were there? No. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at with that. In midfield, we'll just quickly run through the rest. So, Salah captain, 32 mm-hmm. points. Adingra got the goal and bonus, which I was really happy about with nine points. You, you get all of those nine points as well because yeah. his ownership's only something like 1% or something. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Saka gets the assist. Saka gets the Saka gets the assist. Salah gets the goals, but it was the Adingra goal which I suddenly checked my rank, and that was the one doing yeah. boosting it up. Same with me, yeah. Um, so they all did well. Martinelli and Son blanks, um, and then up front I've got Watkins and Harland who um, who both returned. Yeah. Uh, on the bench, Strakosha, Gahey, Taylor, and Mubama. Okay, right, yo. Okay, so uh, who 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 came in for you this week then? Livermento, Simakas. Yeah, yep, I had no. two free transfers, but I just did the one move. So, so you've got um, two free transfers in game week 13. What, are you going to use them or just use one? I've got two free transfers and I've got 0.4 million in the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'll do anything with the back line mm-hmm. because I can play Gahey at Luton, yeah. Gabriel at Brentford and Liveramento at home to Chelsea because mm-hmm. I think he'll play. Mm-hmm. Not a great fixture, but it's okay. Um, the only move I'd consider there is selling cash and mm-hmm. um, for another defender who I don't really know who mm. I'd be looking at just yet. I'll need to think that one through a bit, but I, but I don't necessarily need to make a defensive move this no. week. I think it's in midfield where I'll, I'll probably make the move and Martinelli is the one that I want to sell. Mm-hmm. Umbomo, I want to bring in, but game week 14 is probably the, the best time Although he is at home against, mm. Ar- I think home against Arsenal is a tough match, but at least he's at home. So I could mm. move that. If I did make that Martinelli um, to Mbomo move this week, that obviously frees up a bit of cash. And I could go Adingra to Eze or mm. Ward-Prowse or something like that. I so think, you kind of uh, change I mean, the midfielder I mean, a bit. Looking at the fixtures, I would probably think Eze would be more of the priority over Mbomo this week because yeah. Crystal Palace play Luton. And then they got West Ham and Bournemouth, but then they yeah. stiffen in game week 16. So the longer you put off that as they move, yeah, the, so, the, the um, smaller that group of good fixtures yeah. gets. So I could go Martinelli to Eze this exactly, week and then exactly. Adingra, Adingra playing at Forest that's, up to Umbomo 14. That's, yeah. that's exactly what I would do. I, I am very envious that you've got a midfielder you want to dump and mm. that also enables you to get them get Umbomo without, without a fuss. And move from a yeah. because Bournemouth, um, sorry, Brighton played Nottingham Forest away, which I don't think is a very good fixture at all, and then Chelsea away, which is probably better mm. for Brighton than Nottingham Forest yeah. the way they play. Um, fixtures are okay for them. They're okay. Uh, it's not. It's not. Uh, I mean, we we've we've done well getting that, those returns out of Dingra. He has also come off yes. the back a few days earlier. He scored scored and assisted yeah. against Ajax. And I Which is what gave me gave me the confidence to to mm. to kind of keep him and play him at the yeah. weekend because he looked great in that game, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, uh, and it was you do worry a bit. Rest. Of, yeah, yeah. You do you do just worry a bit that is is Europe taking it a bit out of Brighton? Do you feel mm. that way, Joe, as a fan? Yeah. I mean, um, well, it, it's uh, not rotation. Yeah. Yes, um, he also has sort of two. two he, I mean, Fatty and Pedro are very much for Europa League. 
They're very much those players. So they're going to start most of those. But now Ferguson's got an injury. I heard that it's back and something else, hamstring as well. It seems to be like a double injury. Yeah. And he is, uh, I mean, he has been played a lot for a 19-year-old. So, and for his country as well over the last year or two. So um, it's not surprising he's perhaps getting injured. So with Welbeck out as well, um, yeah, I mean, on, on the wings, it's mainly going to be Adingra on the right or the left because March isn't there. Matoma yeah. on the left only. You're not going to really see Matoma on the right. So Adingra, he scored a, a wonder goal from the left um, uh, against yeah. Sheffield United and he's effective on the right as well. So, you know, yeah, I, I think he's, he's fine. He's fine to hold, isn't he? Oh, yeah, no. he's, he's fine to hold. Definitely. He's so, he's so cheap and he enables so others. I mean, I've got him. In as an enabler, but I think uh, your move that you just said there, um, mm. Martinelli to Eze, and then a Dingra to Bomo, and then see when it pans out when Crystal Palace's fixtures stiffen a bit, then you can move Eze to someone else. Well, yeah, it kind of coincides. I'm looking at Chelsea for ah, game Palmer. week 16. Yeah, there's Palmer, mm. um, who I really like. Who, what a great enabler at 5.2. Yeah. And there's Nkunku coming back, isn't there, as well? And mm. um, we don't quite know where he's at, but no. it's just a name to have in the back of your mind for when you're talking about Watkins and players like that, and you, you might want to you might want to move them on, or you yeah. know, he's just somebody to keep in mind because um, Chelsea they're scored, you know, they're looking they're looking better, aren't they? They're not yeah. the, they're not fully there yet, but they're they're improving. So. Yeah, you're keeping those two price points as in like a sort of a five million or so midfielder and a, and yeah. a mid price one. You're just sort of swapping around in a different way. In the, it's popular uh, in in the Sky Fancy game it's called the sort of daisy chaining a move. So you get there's a player that you want and you think how am I going to get to them? And there's a player in in the meantime that you can get. So for you, for example, it's Eze. Eze is just yeah. someone you can sort of get on and daisy chain onto the player that you actually want long term. Perhaps Mbomo, for example, or yeah. um, or Palmer, um, yeah. or Kunku, yeah. or Chelsea Chelsea midfielder. And you're doing it that way. And yeah, that's what I would do if I were you, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure a midfielder will be moving and then yeah. I'll, I'll either, I'll probably, I might even save the second transfer yeah. to get on Bomo the week after. Oh yeah, that's, that's, that's great. That's great moves, I think. Um, I'll put my team up now. Uh, I've got 88 points. Um, I'm I'm wow. on, on the cusp of the top 100k. On the cusp. I was going to say, you're, you're, doing, you're having a good season. Uh, 120 something thousands mm. in the world. Uh, but immaterial at this stage. Um, so 88 wow. points. I could have got 98 if I'd have played Simakas because I would have played <laughs> Simakas instead of Porro. I would always have played Cash. I would always have played Anson this week. Um, so I'm not going to pretend I, I would have swapped him for my lowest player. It definitely would have been Porro. Um, so I had a 3-5-2 also and similarities with your team. So I had Ariola, Cash and Anderson I played uh, all got all blanked for me. Pedro Porro got me an assist, which got me about 50,000. So rank jump jump because so many people have dumped Porro recently. Yeah. And he was on for a mega. He was on yeah. for 12, wasn't it? Well, up until 89 it. minutes. Yeah. But um, uh, still in a week when there wasn't many clean sheets, five isn't bad at all. Um, so, yeah, I like you also, Captain Salah. Um, Son blank but Son was my only midfield blank my only attacking seven blank Saka got me assist Bowen got me a return Adingra obviously got that goal and uh, bonus points Watkins and Haaland up front so I could have 
Um, I was, I mean, Watkins was actually my vice captain, so uh, glad I went for Salah. Um, but uh, so I obviously didn't have that much faith in Haaland, but it is Haaland. Uh, Turner's on my bench. Uh, Archer as well played, but blanked. Simic has 15 points. Uh, and Lamptey. I think this was something like my third third best uh, game week rank of the season. And oh, coincidentally, I think my last one, I got similar like 90 points or something. And uh, my last good score that was. <laughs> and But I also, I can't remember who I benched, but I also had about getting on for nearly 20 points on my bench as well. And I think Sign that's of often a good the squad. way. But that's, <laughs> but that's often the way, isn't it? When you get a good... Mm. When you get these good weeks, like Gaming 12 was a good week. It had good fixtures for good players. So it, I, I, I was quite confident I would get something out of the week. Mm, yeah. um, and so often that way you will bench points. So um, unlike some people who've got, you know, a, a bad score and bench Simicas, I didn't mind <laughs> with this one. I can't complain. I've no, got a green arrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. As for uh, moves, I've got two free transfers now. Um, so I didn't use transfer last week. Um Game week 14, I want Mbomo. The only midfielder I prepared to remove is a Dingra, but I need to get one and a half million from somewhere. Mm. And I can't see where I would get that from. Um, so game week 14, possibly Bowen, West Ham at home against Crystal Palace. Doesn't scream Hall to me, but I really don't want to move Bowen. <laughs> So I might go without Mbomo. Um and game week thirteen, I'm I'm just I'm looking to that game week fourteen move. So game week thirteen move is really to sort of improve my squad. So probably Matty Cash to a a, a defender with perhaps more chance of points. Yeah. And hopefully save money. So so for example, if, if Botman was nowhere near ready to come back, I would get Lamptey to Lascelles, so I've just got a player yeah. or cash to Lascelles, but I don't want Lascelles now if Botman's back soon. So. No, there's enough. There's a little bit of doubt there, isn't there, about it? Mm. So, um, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to recommend this move now, but I think watch him in game week thirteen. You mm. could sell Son only because Ooh. he plays City because he plays City, West Ham, Newcastle. So he's got yeah. two tough tougher games in there. Now I don't. I think I'd want to watch Spurs against Villa before even yeah, really thinking yeah. that. But they weren't they weren't there. very yeah, they weren't very good at Wolves. And they've got a lot of players out. And I yeah. just worry that are they gonna create enough hmm. for Son to remain a um a um yeah. a player which you want all the time? Yeah. Or is he gonna be a player now where we can move in and out with fixtures and not feel quite so worried about it? So I'd watch the Villa game. I wouldn't rule that move out yet. I would just see how it goes against them. But if Villa go and get a 2-0 win or something, which I think we're capable yeah. of, um, you might then think, well, he's away at City. Yeah, he's got yeah. Newcastle a couple of weeks later. I might look to move him to Mbomo and use the cash elsewhere. He, I mean, I, I sort of prefer Son away to City for a return. He has returned there before. He does do, does um, do right against them. And also at home to Newcastle and West Ham. Um, I mean, there are a lot of home mm -hmm. games, but and he plays in game week 18 at home to Everton. It so, might not. I'm just looking at your team. I was just thinking I wouldn't want to sell Bowen, I don't think, just because no. he's been playing as a centre forward recently. Yes, I know. And I, and I like it. him there, that's so it's it. hard. And I don't want to sell mm. Saka. I don't want to sell Salah. No, um, no. So it's difficult. It um, is difficult. And I so I do think, with so I do get what you're saying, though. And if against Villa, he's also poor, 
then he's a slightly easier sell against Man City. But it would yeah. be a long-term move. It, it would be me saying, right, that's my time with Son ending. And I think just bit, before yeah. he goes away to the uh, Asia Cup, he could be handy over Christmas, nailed on. And game week 18, he plays. Could be a captaincy yeah, shout. The, yeah, I'm not even convinced if I'd do it yet. But I just think maybe watch that Villa game. You just yeah. worry that is there going to be enough creativity in that Spurs team without Madison? Because they're probably going to get... I think Basuma's out against Villa as yeah. well. So it's going to be... Hoiberg, Saar and Bentoncourt yeah. probably. And um, yeah, I'm just not, um, I don't think Son is quite as appealing as he was a few weeks back when Madison was firing. Uh, now, um, Alex in the live chat has pointed out something that I could do, um, which is Watkins to Solanke. Hmm. Because as we were talking about Solanke's fixtures, Sheffield United, Villa, Crystal Palace, next three. and oh, Actually, next five, Manchester United and Luton. Um, and then Nottingham yeah. Forest. It just goes on and on. So, so like, Watkins to Solanke, I think I'm getting a similar type of player in FPL terms. I'm getting a reliable goal scorer or reliable uh, attacking returns. Um, and then that would free up a million or so. Um, to do a, ding, a dingra. And it wouldn't be enough for me to do a dingra to Mbomo. But it would the following week when I've still got two free transfers and then I can yeah. remove cash, for example. Yeah, so either yeah. way, I'm looking at that. And I do think that's probably my most realistic move because I can't bring yeah. myself to remove any of these midfielders. They've, they've shot up in price. I mean, Bowen's, but I think, I've, I think, I think they're all about half a million more than I pay for them now. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from Saka, even Salah's gone up half a million. Um, so, so you would sell Watkins this week? Don't would you know, sell cash? No. No, I basically there's three players I would sell: Cash, Dingra, and Watkins. Yeah, and, you would want to get Solanke in this week, though, wouldn't you, for the yeah, Sheffield and game? So, and so, and Solanke, and and Bomo, and and, and another a defender. So either yeah. I'll do Watkins to Solanke now because I do like Watkins against Spurs. I do think that's a really good yeah, fixture. It's, it's a good fixture, yeah. Because they haven't got and they haven't got any centre backs to run up back after him. So as soon as he yeah. breaks that high line, he's that's yeah. it. Goals. Could be a hat trick. Well, I think. Well, I think he'll do well. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I think him and DRB are definite yeah. holds for yeah. this week. Um, but then Solanke, yeah. I get if you're going to move for him now, yeah. it's probably the time to do it. So I need. Yeah, I need to have a look at the money. I've only got like point two in the bank, so I'll have a look at that. But we'll discuss that more next week on our team reveal video. Um, so plenty to think about there. Lots of midfielders and defenders thinking about, and uh, perhaps moving um, to. Um, uh some strike as well I'll just put my blind back up a bit uh it was so bright earlier i had it down and now it's uh looking a bit rainy again so uh okay let's have a look at some of these um questions in the live chat there so uh can you make sure you put some um question marks on them so i'll get them uh let's go up here uh alex says martinelli to eze so this is for for you tom you've already you've already said you would you would make that move and i think that's a good move as well so other people yeah i don't i don't think the Luton town game is as straightforward as maybe mm. it looks on the ticker because they've generally been good at kenilworth road but then i think west ham are conceding quite a few goals bournemouth at home is obviously a good fixture but if you do bring an essay this week i think be aware that it's probably a three game week move yeah. and have an exit route in mind because yeah. i don't think you want to be carrying essay for liverpool and man city after Okay, uh, Kwana in the chat says he's on wild card. Would he? Would we prefer Son and Kudos, 
or Morgan Gibbs-White, maybe, or Saka and Bowen. Um, also, if you want to work out which five midfielders would you take? I'm going to have to go back to my team to remind myself. Not, not that my team's so fabulous, that, uh, but, but it just, just remind me which four I've got. So what I'll, was it? Sonnen could Kudus. Yeah. So if you ask that, Sonnen Kudus or Saka and Bowen. If you ask that one, I'll, I'll answer which five midfielders. So the five midfielders I would take if you were wildcarding are four of the ones I've got and a fifth one, which is Mbomo. So I would go for Salah, Son, Saka, Bowen, and Mbomo. That is a frighteningly good five-man midfield. You will be the envy of wherever you live, your neighbours. They'll be cheering you in the streets when you go down the shops with that midfield. Um, and what do you think of that, um, though, the moves that he's thinking of? I think that's really hard and I'm still not sure. I'd want Son, that, that Son, I am a bit concerned about him, but Villa could be good because we do yeah. play a high line. Mm-hmm. So he might get opportunities, him and Johnson yeah. in behind. Caduce I really like. But I am a little bit concerned that, say, for instance, at the weekend, West Ham can score three goals and he hasn't got any in goal involvement. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's different mm. play. You've got Bowen there. You've got Paqueta. Yeah. You've got Antonio sometimes plays. You've got Salcek who's chipping. There's a lot of different players there who are all mm. getting like bits of these attacking returns. Saka isn't quite hitting those heights, but he's still chipping along, along, isn't it? He's got Wolves, he's got Lumen. Yeah. And I think Bowen is the West Ham. I think I'd be tempted by Saka and um, yeah, Bowen. I would. I mean, I'd pretty much answer that with the midfielders I would get. It's those four yeah. midfielders I've got plus and Bomo. So yeah, just go for Talisman. Who, who uh, I mean, yeah, Bowen so- is just um, very consistent. Yeah, very good away from home. Yeah, potential captain in game week um, thirteen. Yes, when they go to Burnley. Mm. So there's quite a bit to like there. Kadushi still not quite sure if he's going to play every single match. No, either. I don't. No, I don't no. think so. Just go with what you know. Bowen and Saka score lots of points, get them. Um, but I do think get Son as well. I don't think, you yeah. know, I don't think you should. Um, I think, yeah, because we just don't know. Because Son against Villa's high line. I mean, it's the high line derby. You could, it's going to yeah. be, it is, it's going to be like it could be a 20 players on the match. center line. It's just, yeah. just panicking, running after whoever's the fastest striker and defender. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Son Johnson against Son and Johnson against Diaby and Watkins. Yeah. who can run the fastest. Yeah. So, uh, and and who's the best sweeper keeper out of Vicario and Martinez? Yeah. I think it's probably Vicario. But yeah. let's see. Um, um, uh, Summit asks um, Summit from Kathmandu: um, Is it worth sacrificing Trippier for Saka? Uh, looking for a four point eight and below defender. Um, well, we've got lots. We, I mean, that's that's what I'm thinking about as well. Um, Simakas or Nori he's mentioned um, you could put Gabriel in the mix as well um, I think a Nottingham yeah. Forest defender um, yeah. I'm very tempted by uh, um, if if that works out with my long-term plans I might go for a Nottingham Forest defender um, yes is it worth sacrificing Trippier for Saka I don't know I think you're getting much of a muchness there I think Trippier is still a good defender getting attack and return Saka's chipping away nothing spectacular he'll get the odd haul but probably five to six points most weeks that's sort yeah, of I don't think I'd, I'd, I probably wouldn't do it in 13 no. because um, Trippier tends to do very well at St. James's Park. Brentford away is a tough match for Saka. Yeah. Yeah. And then just see how he looks. Um, yeah. yeah, Saka hasn't been quite on it recently and he's obviously playing away for England. So he's not going to get any rest either now. Yeah. So 
Yeah, maybe leave it for now for this week. Watch, see how it plays out in 13. Saka, nobody's going to be captain and I don't think Saka in 13. So I think even if he were to get a goal, I don't think it's going to hurt too much. Okay. So. Um, Super Dip asks about, uh, well, yeah, it's, uh, instead of Mbomo, is there any minute in going in merit in going for Sterling instead? I mean, you've mentioned the Kunku coming back as well, but yeah, yeah Chelsea's, Chelsea's attack's really good now. Um, Sterling, Palmer and Kunku possibly. Even Jackson. I mean, yeah, all, I, mean I think I, I would probably put Mbomo a bit ahead of him because he's mm. got penalties. He's yeah. takes some set pieces. He is that talisman there, mm-hmm. you know. If if um, and the fixtures obviously for Brentford, Luton, Brighton, Sheffield United, good defenses to play mm-hmm. against. But I don't mind Sterling. Um, you've just got to think: is Sterling at six point nine? Is he one point seven million yeah. better than Palmer, who's on penalties? I don't think he is. No. But okay. a good, but a different option. And if you want to do okay. something a little bit different, it's not a terrible okay. pick Sterling at all, is it? Uh, Faremi asks, should he sell Son um, for Saka? Can't he can't find another way of doing it? Um, I wouldn't this week, but I no, possibly would in future for against Wolves yep. in game week fourteen, because yep. as we said, there's so much potential for Son and Watkins to haul against each other's mm. high lines in game week 13. They might both blank, but I, I, that's, that's, that's a, that just looks like a whole mist waiting to happen. Yeah. And I think, I think Son will, quite a few people will captain him mm. as well. So yeah. I think if you, if you're losing him, you're really kind of hedging your bets that he isn't going to do anything. And I wouldn't feel confident in a home match um, that, that, you know, I think he can get returns against Villa. I mean, we're not as we're not the same force away from home as we are at home. Um, we've had some mixed results. We lost to Forest last time. We could only get a point at Molyneux, and yeah. um, we got heavily heavily beaten at Liverpool and Newcastle this year. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that's an okay fixture for Son at home. I think that we can beat Spurs, but I still think that there, there's goals in this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Alex is is uh, who gave me that idea about a Watkins and a Dingra for Solanke. And Bomo, I mean, he's just asking that yeah, question. Which idea. would you go for? So, if you were wildcarding now, which would you do? I, I think I would go for the latter, Solanke and Bomo. Mm-hmm. Um, just reading through, seeing questions. Uh, um, who who is the priority out? Palmer, Sterling, and James. Let's say when their fixtures get better in game week sixteen. I think no no Chelsea player is a priority until. Their fixtures improve 16, but yeah. which would you guys get? I guess it's got to be team dependent whether you need a defender, whether you need a midfielder. But I, I would yeah. say Palmer would probably because yeah, it's, it's what it's what he enables, isn't it? Yeah. As well, you know, yeah. you've got a 5.2 player. There was, yeah. there was a bit of doubt a few weeks ago, though, thinking, oh, if Nkunku comes back, is he is Palmer nailed? But mm. I think he's undroppable right now, the yeah. way he's playing. He's so you know, Pochettino spoke at the weekend about being their playmaker. And I think if Nkunku comes back in, I think he's just as likely, I think he's probably going to either take a role in behind Jackson mm-hmm. or he'll actually lead the line in some games himself. So mm-hmm. I think Palmer has um, locked down that place for, a, for, a, for at least until he starts performing badly. No. Um, Jeremy asked uh, the most fabulously worded question. Who's the best Hoyland replenishment? Um, well, I think the best replenishment of Hoyland is we've spoken about him is probably Solanke at the moment just because as as a striker with a nice block of three fixtures 
which is good for an attacker and Sheffield United Villa and Crystal Palace. So yeah. I, I would definitely I would definitely go for that. Um yeah, basically Manchester United attackers outside of Fernandez because he's on penalties. I wouldn't even go there. They, I mean, get get attacking players from attacking teams, defensive players from defensive teams. That's the match. Yeah, and Hoyland's injured as well, isn't he? He's yeah. pulled out of the internationals. Mm. I think they said end of November, so he might be back for Everton. But um, yeah, I think I'd either look at Solanke or if if you don't necessarily have to make the move in 13, mm-hmm. you could look at Darwin in 14. But those oh. would be the two, I think. Okay, just uh, wrap up with a couple more questions. Uh, Super Dipped uh, says, well done on my name, Joe. I hope I got it right the second time as well. Uh, Colm asks, is a Jaffa cake, is a Jaffa cake a a biscuit um i can't remember which way round it goes uh i think it's technically a biscuit but i'm not sure um and uh nice. also i'll remind i didn't get any questions about uh my my tour of the lower leagues um uh football matches at the weekend but i will say i did go and see cheltenham to play wigan it was i saw one, your tweet yeah. it was it was yeah. an amazing game it was one all um wigan's well cheltenham's got an own goal so wigan uh, Wigan's were, were one nil up, but then there was a penalty which Cheltenham scored. Uh, it's always good to see a penalty live. Um, yeah. Then there was a penalty miss from Wigan, and then the final half of the match, uh, Cheltenham were amazing, um, and they it was they were so lucky, unlucky not to score a hatful in those the flurry of goals. Uh, crowd were great, ground is great. Cheltenham are looking good on the up. Um, so that was my latest from the lower league tours of the West Country. <laughs> um and uh final question more more fpl uh merit um best captain candidates for this game week hold that thought after this uh me and tom are recording that the answer to that very question um so that will be out either later today tomorrow or a bit later in the week but it'll be out this week um so do have a look at that thanks so much everyone for joining us um we're pretty much running out of time there um but um yeah tom uh thanks for joining me uh good luck with your decisions for game week 13 we'll be back next week with our team reveal we'll also be back next week to reveal uh who is going to be goals and assists imminent also we're going to be back this week uh with a look at the captaincy as we just spoke about um thanks for joining us um good luck with the game week we'll see you again next week see you again a bit later in the week um take care see you soon thanks joe